How was it going to Toronto? I mean, they were one of the team. I wanted to stay in Buffalo. They, I wanted to stay in Buffalo. I, I wanted one more year there to have one more year. Cause I feel like that, that last year, the last like 20 games on the stretch, I got back to my form that I was playing in and July, whatever it was right before free agency and July 1st, whatever it was free agency. Um, before that, they're like, keep the lines of communication open, whatever. And I've told my agent, like, well, let's get one year. And if it's like 2.5 million, whatever, let's do it. But I think you and Brad Richards were the two big free agents that summer, weren't you? It was Brad Richards. Yeah. I basically had to wait for him to sign wherever he was going to sign. And then after that, it was, I was actually, I gave my agent authorization. because I was flying to, Turks and Kankos with uh, Jean, um, my wife, <laughs> and I, I, I scheduled this vacation on free agency. I didn't even think about it when I was scheduling it. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm going to go. Let's keep keep the vacation going. Um, but I told him, I'm like, I gave him permission to like, if they came up with the right offer in Toronto, then I would go there. And they did. I got, we landed in Turks and Kankos. He called me. It's like, here you go. So it's kind of a nice way to start a vacation. And I'm like, shoot, do I have to fly back now to go to Toronto and do like, I'm like, he's like, no, 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 you're fine. Just enjoy the week. And then when you get back and it was fun, taught that organization's what a great city too. I mean, awesome. Everything about it. It's like first class. This might, I, I don't know how people feel about this, but I, I don't know if you, you know, Paul, sorry, Pete, I cut you off. No, Another reason it. I went there was because i don't know do you down the stretch they were we we had to win so many games they they were literally winning but we kept winning too and they were they had that dominant one dominant line of uh clarky macarthur kuleman and garboski that year they were just super dominant and they had phil castle and that was part of it too. I wanted to go play there, play, play there, hopefully play with him and then try and win there. Cause the, I mean, my, by that time, the, you know, Sabres have moved on in a different direction. That's fine. I had 10 unbelievable years there. So I just saw an unbelievable picture of you in a leaf Jersey with that handlebar mustache. <laughs> I'll say this though, TC, I don't know if you remember, but I was doing uh uh, you were playing for the Marlies. Yeah. And I came downstairs. I was doing the color commentating for a couple Amherst games. I was filling in for uh, Rick Sealing. And you were one of the games. And I came downstairs and you were playing soccer with the guys. And I'm going to tell you something completely honest with you. That was looked like the happiest I'd ever seen you playing hockey was when you were with the Marlies. It just seemed like you were relaxed. Yeah, it was, it wasn't easy, obviously, because I'd never even played in the minors. I kind of did the reverse, finished there, didn't start there. But I mean, there, there's the, the kit, there are all these, I say kids, but they're obviously adults. They're all these young guys that are, they're all having fun. Like, and that, they had a culture in that, on that team, they had a good, 
they had a the proper culture there for the for the younger guys. They had good leaders there. Um and the, and just part of the organization. At that point that point in time they, they also just they're right they were just on top of everything. They had the prop everything was it was it was kind of run like an NHL team. They had the proper nutrition. Every, it was just like it it blows my mind. And yeah, it was all these kids just running around having fun. It's like a the the bus rides weren't that fun. I, I thought you would have just flown yourself. Uh, I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to Hamilton? I'm taking the chopper. <laughs> Fifty minute ride down the QEW. So I'm gonna. I want you a couple things before before I, I have a surprise for you. Long hair, don't care. <laughs> Lil Wayne, Clay Matthews. I have something for you here. Hold on. Am I supposed to hear something? No, not yet. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Man, what's up, buddy? What's up, TC? <laughs> going on? Oh, nothing. Just life. Where Look at the man crush on uh, TC <laughs> once he sees Vanner. It's like, oh. There's a regret. Okay. I wish I got to play with Van more in Buffalo. I never got to play with him. Even power oh. play were mostly different power play too. Yeah, that would have been. Uh, I would have even made more money. TC <laughs> best hands I've ever played with. If he would have just set me up. Well, I just I always knew where you were, front of the net. That I was stuck with Roisey. <laughs> Don. Uh, TC, hey. how's the help? Good, good. Back golfing, everything good now. Training is that, is that plural? Is it one or two hips? Got to. I had to do it again. Well, I had to do it again. Obviously, you guys saw it when I was on crutches, but it's good now. I mean, it took like it's taken a long time. It's not going to be back to normal for another whatever end of the year. It takes a little longer at this age, but it's good to go golfing. Well, at least you're golfing. Yeah, you golfing, Van? A little bit more now this month. Yeah, baseball's over. Ended late July, so I got my life back for this month. Oh, the kids' baseball. Kids' baseball. Yeah, no, not me. That van's playing snow. Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> yeah, center field speed kills, baby. TC Van sent this yeah. to Van sent this to uh, uh Craig and I <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> it was that today because Craig couldn't confirm a time with Van because we were going to record with you, bring Van on at the end, and then record one with Van. So listen to this. He goes, Here's a tip. Petey knows this. This is for Rivs. When you have a guest on capital letters let him speak and not tell us 1992 rookie camp stories so did it happen again or no oh my god you should have seen how long his questions were <laughs> hey timmy how, how, how long were his questions like get to the fucking point man it's um, like dumb, he, it's like dumb he, likes to, he likes to put a little background in there you know get a little story <laughs> behind and develop you guys just shut the fuck up like vanner you come it's, on here it's the same shit that i've listened to for years you know i was wondering yesterday after i don't know how many episodes have you guys done pd this month no all together from day one. Oh, 320 so 320 i probably listened to i don't know majority of them i heard koivu's name about 50,000 times, but he has never been on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we finally, we finally got Surrey on. Hey, Timmy, 
Did Saku Koibu come up today? Yeah. yeah best chance, best. <laughs> Fucking better hands than uh, TC. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck I, don't, that. I, I don't know about that one, Riff. Yeah. I might have to rethink that. Van, one. congrats. I think I just read something. Did you, uh, are you scouting for Anaheim now or something? Zan Jose was joining Greerzy. Close. Oh, close. I was close. Right state. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> joining Greerzy. Excited for it. Good opportunity to get back in and just a little part time gig. So we'll awesome. be, uh, we'll be fun. Well, DC, just great, make a great. phone call, bud. You'll be in there too. It's Millsy. Now it's Vanner. It's is Millsy doing that? Is he working with San Jose too? Oh, yeah, man. Is it yeah. is it official? Yep. It's out there. Getting okay. the band together. Greerzy okay. bringing in the boys. Yeah. Bringing in the knowledgeable hockey guys. Greerzy's, he knows what he's doing. Three guys are now Three guys. GMs, Three GMs in the NHL. Yeah. Amazing. Right. Well, it's about time. It's changing the guard, right? Get get some younger guys in there and not uh keep going with the old ones. How did you feel, Van, when when Timmy left and went to Toronto? I was happy for him. (laughs) 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 We all know what that means. I forgot who I'm asking that question to. (laughs) It just means that uh he was free and then Royce and I got to take even more shit. So yeah, that was a tough one losing a guy like TC. Oh. Are you uh, are you surprised uh, to see Lindy Ruff still going and ticking the way he is? Not really. It, I mean, I'm sure he's evolved with the times and everything. I, I remember sometimes we we we'd skate for we'd be at the rink 30 days in a row, which I don't think they do. Isn't there mandatory days off now or something? Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, absolutely, right. Lindy. I mean, you guys heard me say this. Of course he changed. You think Jack yeah. Hughes would play the way he's playing right now <laughs> back in 05, 06? I don't think so. That's That was Tim Connolly. Jack Hughes is, is about as close as TC uh, of a player there is. I mean, there's one guy I played with, and I'm not saying it because he's on here while I am, I guess, but uh, TC in today's game would have been a 130, 140-point guy for sure. Even back then, he could have been a 90-point guy if they would have let him be TC and not put shackles on him, but the game was different. Yeah, it was And And do you think think that Lindy Ruff's coaching style and philosophy here in Buffalo and the way the team that he wanted to build, you could say, could you not say that about Max Finneganoff too? Max Finneganoff, I think, had shackles put on him when he was in Buffalo, too. He was a very dynamic player, but was not allowed to play that style because Lindy wanted his team to play a certain way. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's different certain style for sure. That, But at the same time, Lindy was he was a really good coach. I mean, X's and O's. Very good. No, knowing how to adjust in game. He's the best I've had. I mean, a lot of coaches nowadays, I feel like they have to rewatch the game after. And then the next day they come up with solutions where I think that's where Lindy was, was one of the best. He could adjust five shifts in, but as far as letting certain guys maybe give them a little bit more rope, I, I don't know. I guess I don't, I don't yeah. I, I, mean, I think the game has changed so much. The game has changed so much now. Like, I mean, it's more. Do you like it better now? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't watch a lot of hockey, but yeah, it's way better like this. I think. What's that's, like that's this? That's my personal offensive. 
like offensive, exciting instead of trying to lock it down at two one. Yeah. I <laughs> Well, but I, I think what what's today's game, you know, kids are so skilled, but everyone always says kids are so much more skilled than today's game. I, I think that's, I, I don't agree with that at all. TC had those skills. I had some skills 15 years ago. I just, we were just not allowed to do that on a regular basis. Yeah, so, it's just a whole different style, I feel. I don't know. I mean, I th- you probably could have pulled off a Michigan or two, eh? Like, oh. do you, when you see what Zegris does, are you kind of like, that's not that big of a deal? It's pretty impressive that he can do that, like do that on the fly. I, I just, when we're playing, I don't think like you, you miss that if we're playing or you miss like, you know, between the leg shot, behind the back, whatever. And then you're going to hear about it and that's not going to be happening again. <laughs> what do you mean by that? I just don't, I think that, all right, say you go in on a breakaway or something, take it, pull it behind your back and sh- shoot miss van knows what i'm talking about like just a behind the leg shot or something like, it's a skilled move riffs you wouldn't know what he's talking about <laughs> but i got it um but you i mean there i feel like yeah there you you do that and miss when we're playing then you're it's like it's a, it would have been a big deal big issue now it's, from, it's from like, the coaching staff or the guys that you're playing with that are going to be like you do that again and try and i don't me know and I kill I don't, yeah <laughs> i think it would be both Guys yeah. would be like, fuck, just shoot it or just make a normal move. What the fuck are you doing? Plus, you see it. I see it now. I see all these, like, I see clips of all these kids, these YouTube clips and stuff. Like, th- I think there's more access to kids learning all that stuff, too. So I think it's become more normal. And it's, I mean, it's a good way to score a goal that ZRS does. Like, great way to score a goal. Like, yeah. so what? You're going to, it's like, how many shots do you take? You're going to miss like 90% of the shots you take. So I like, I like watching it. I think it's fun. I think guys should just do what they do as skilled as they are, do it and whatever you miss. So you miss. let me, or, let me ask you this question. So Riff, the Sabres, there's different culture too. Like what if I was like, before you got the Sabres, even say I was playing with you and did that and missed like to win the game, you'd be like, what the fuck is this I, guy? I, think? Who the fuck does he think? He, I'm getting a little too many. Who does he think he is doing that? Right. When you think that I, I would want, I would want to win. And, um, but if that's a legit move, like that you score on, like you pull it between your leg shot, it's, it's not a difficult move to do. If I saw you do that in practice a number of times where you're, where you're working on that skill set, I wouldn't have a problem with it. I like, listen, I mean, just like Vanner said, like I'm fucking a piece of shit and uh, have no skill. (laughs) So how am I supposed to tell guys like you to do something when I know that your thought is to score goals, to make plays. So I'm not going to sit there and be upset at you. I'd kind of, I might at the end of the game going, fuck, what was he thinking there? Why wouldn't he just fucking make a move and deke or, or, or we're also talking about after the fact in the heat of the moment, how many guys would be like, what are you doing? hundred percent. I agree with TC. And I think the problem of it was, is, you take on your coach's demeanor, right? And nowadays, a kid does that and he misses. A coach is like, "Hey, good try," or you know, he's not gonna get benched for it. There's nothing. So guys are like, "You take on whatever the coach is doing," right? Back yeah, then, the coach the, they're the major or influence, on the or team. is allowing, is allowing to do it. So I was gonna I ask you. I was gonna ask you. I'm sure you've watched some Sabers games. 
They're a very young hockey team. There's a ton of first-round draft picks, high-end skilled guys. They scored the third or fourth fourth most goals in the NHL last year. Even though they didn't make the playoffs, I was super entertained as a fan watching this team. What do you do with this team or do you just allow them to continue to do what they're doing or the, do, because they're they're pretty shitty defensively. What do, what would you think that they should be doing to to get to the next level? Who are you asking here, Riff? You. Right. Hey man, there's one of those questions. I don't I don't <laughs> I don't know. The the I'm not as knowledgeable. I enjoy watching the games. Not I hardly watch any games to be flat out honest with you. But I'm and that's why I can't really speak to this nowadays. I plan on watching games this year. I plan on going to games. Um I don't I don't have the I'm not updated on the current like state of that team or any team. I mean I I think the most important position is goaltending. So I don't I don't know much about their goaltending. Um well, they have a kid that hasn't played. He's played seven games in the in the league, Devin Levi, and they have ultimately a, a, another goaltender who played his first year last year. That's their goaltending duo. I'm gonna have to come. I'm gonna have to watch some games, Riv, and then get back to you on that because <laughs> I I I literally am gonna have to watch and see. And what do you think you're just gonna analyze. come on the pod again? <laughs> That's What's not that? how this works. Well, I, I, how can I answer the question? I don't Via have text. knowledge. Text. The... <laughs> this is one and done. He doesn't have text. He doesn't have Instagram. He doesn't have Snap. He doesn't have anything. He doesn't hey, have a cell phone. Just get my feet wet here. Just get my feet wet. Well, you're killing it. Why'd you laugh, man? No, TC, he should get back and actually has a good knowledge of the game. And he'll uh, he'll assess it perfectly. Yeah, and that's what I mean. So I need, I'm going to need to, and I will get back to you, Riv. Okay, Vanner, you're you're a little bit more seasons. I've never heard of a guy or seen a guy watch more games than you. I mean, you're dialed in. What would you do with the Sabres? Well, I'm dialed in because I have kids involved and I coach kids. So for me, for the way my brain works, the more I watch, the more I come up with plays. If if that's a face-off play, as far as the Sabres, I think it's a copycat league, right? I mean, look at Vegas. A lot of skill guys, grit, big defensemen. Goaltender who got hot at the end of the playoffs. Pretty simple. Uh, yeah. You know, until somebody their wins. Their fourth with 20... string goaltender. Right. But until somebody wins with 20 small skill guys, there's still going to be some badasses, the, the Gudases and uh, the McNabs. There's always room for those guys that are tough and that can defend. So as much as we talk about skill, there is still grit left or needed in the game to win uh correct oh it's always going to be needed that's interesting to hear you say that because there and i don't disagree with you but it's a lot of people want to see the physicality gone well and like i said until a team with 20 you know skilled guys will win a cup it won't change there will be still grit needed did it affect your game having certain types of players in the lineup on a nightly basis? Or would you rather be on the ice with like four lines of, of, of skill? 
role players to a certain extent. I don't want the I don't want like a guy running around cross check a guy in the head and take a ten game suspension. Like I don't need that. Doesn't I don't need that. I I don't mind. I like having guys that go out hit guys, draw penalties, and then we go on the power play. I don't think you can. Are we almost? We were pretty close to having four pretty skilled lines um, in the playoffs the one year. Yeah, it but was, we still uh, had guys like you know, yeah, a little Marzi bit later on, like a Coletta. Yeah. Like a Coletta yeah. is, is a guy that was awesome for our team. Yeah, Mares. Yeah, now the guy playing, I wouldn't, I did not uh, like playing against Coletta <laughs> when I was in Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> and I told him he I I wasn't happy with him because he did give me a, he did headbutt me like it's still <laughs> like it's it's not like we're friends but it's he's still when we play against each other yeah he's gonna try and hurt me I mean that's his role that's his job on the team <laughs> I used to tell him like go we need a power play like we need the power play <laughs> I'd literally tell him that all the time like gotta go get us power play so that's what he try and do. Yeah, it, it's it's truly in, in incredible. His body's his he... body's broken now, TC, for your power play time. But well, I think some of it was self induced too. But <laughs> I think running running into the boards fifteen times a game oh, and trying to draw yeah. a penalty probably didn't help the body. But well, he drew more penalties in the one season I remember playing with him. He drew more penalties than any player in the league. He put his body on the line. He knew his role on the team. He knew that he his job was to go out there, keep guys honest on the other team, make them make them fearful to go back for pucks and have pucks on their stick. And his job was to take abuse and Absolutely. drop penalties. Yeah, and he was great you, at it. You know, when you're playing guys like that too, you me personally, you you have to know they're on the ice. A guy yeah. like that that's gonna be coming like from the other end of the rink to come hit you. You just gotta know that a guy like that is playing on the other team. Just be aware of it. A gentle, kind soul he is now. I have to ask you guys while you're both on here. Thursday night, there was some tough news for Sabre Nation. Uh, Obviously, we as players had a great love and respect for Rick Jenneret, and we all enjoyed his play calls. And there were even times I can remember when there was positive video going on in in the locker room with Lindy that occasionally he would turn the volume up. And so you got to hear RJ call this one. If there's a, a personal call of your own that you remember uh, that you can recall that he called personal call. No, not really just because I never watched video and he had so many of them that not really one sticks out besides the, the obvious one that that's Mayday, right? That's, that's probably the most famous call. But on a nightly basis, there was awesome calls. So, well, we were but, on the team for for the scary good call. That was the yeah. when that was when we won against Ottawa. Yeah, I mean, he's it's just again, he's the only announcer that everyone knows. It just and it's not just not just hockey people. Like I remember when I first started playing with the Sabers, friends from back home would text me and be like, "This Rick Jenneret guy's unbelievable." Like that was their first thing. And it's just that to me is what sticks out about RJ is that he is so well known by everyone because he was so good at his craft. So when I did see the news on Twitter the other night, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know why, but it just kind of put like shock in my body. Not that I 
you know, I, I knew he wasn't doing well and it's, it's you. So it wasn't like a surprise, but when you see it, it's, it's, you know, you shed a tear or two and be like, man, God, what a good man he was enjoying his beers on the bus. I love that, that hearing the, the soda opening up every time. And then, you know, it didn't matter to RJ win or lose. He was, uh, he was going to be the same to you. And that's, yeah, he was great. Yeah. I'm with Van on the, there's so many, I mean, the mayday, there's so many calls. Like how can you just pick out one or two? Like there's, there's multiple calls every game, every game. He would have unbelievable calls. He, I mean, he, in my opinion, he's the goat in that category of life. He is the goat. I mean, what a run too. Like how long do you do it for? What a great, 51. great life. 51, 51 years. 51 years. Just yeah, he is, uh, he's the greatest saber. I know you guys talked about it yesterday. To me, it was easy. He's every generation. He has touched so many generations. It's crazy. And he's yeah. he, on and outside of that, like Van said, he's also he's just unbelievable guy. Unbelievable. Super nice. Always great to the players. Yeah. You know, he's, he, he was unique, but I thought he was always. I don't know if quiet's the right word, but he was a smart ass. That's what I liked about him. I'm kind of like that too. So I, I love that about he just, like I said, he, he enjoyed life. That's for sure. Yeah. Petey, is that kind of what you're saying? Like yeah. he was oh, like yeah. an undercover, like a smart ass. Like he oh. was quiet, but then like he was, he had some funny little, like his dry, hard totally humor. Dry. Like, totally you know, dry. Yeah. Because I remember, I remember one time because you brought up the, we were in Colorado, and I got off the bus, and he was standing there grabbing his bag with suspenders and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, RJ, you gonna go for some beers? And he's like, Oh yeah, I'm going for beers. Me and Harry are going for beers. <laughs> and I said, I said, Well, they hit a little harder in the altitude. Eh? He goes, Oh yeah. He goes, I know, I know. I'll trim back a couple. And I said, Well, have a couple for me. Eh? He goes. Oh, I'll have a couple for everybody. <laughs> and I'm sure Harry did as well. Oh God, Harry. Do you I mean I don't want to <laughs> I love Harry. I do, yeah. I think that was uh, Pittsburgh, PD. Oh, was it? I'm sorry. <laughs> My apologies. I thought it was Or it could have been was... both. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> yeah, it, it could have been both. Timmy, while I have you on here, before we let you go. Favorite road city. Should we all take a guess at this, Van? You want to take a crack at uh, TC's favorite road city? I'd have to. Th- I don't even know what it is. I, don't uh, know. I would say for TC, New York. Uh, you like getting lost in New York, Timmy? <laughs> That's a fun place to go. I don't know if I could live there, but I, right. I definitely like visiting. I'm gonna have to yeah. throw. Out, I'm gonna have to throw out Florida. That's, oh man! <laughs> yeah. yeah, those one ninety octanes get you every time, Riff. <laughs> Why do you say Florida, Craig? Is there a particular story that you want to discuss? Yeah, there is, but uh, no, can't can't uh, throw that one out. Look at D- DC's just <laughs> DC's got the smirk of, oh, this- of all time. <laughs> we had a night. TC yeah. and I and a few of the boys had a night in Florida. And uh I will say this that uh we won that game. 
We won that game. That's the night, Petey, that I had sweat so profusely. It was completely off the chart. Uh, I think I played like 25 minutes that night and honestly might have passed out at the end of the game. I was just, uh, it was such a mess. But uh, we had a night. We had a few nights and those ones you just kind of want to throw back in the closet and, uh, you know, we'll leave that one there. There's so many great cities though. It's like, I don't, I can't pick one. What's the worst city? Worst city to go to? Buffalo. Um, I'm Buffalo. I hated going to New Jersey unless you got in early. Detroit. After. Yeah, Detroit. Detroit. I don't. I don't. Detroit. Know. Yep. Detroit. Not good. Yeah, man. Was, how was I, Detroit? I would say Detroit, Jersey Islanders, not because of the cities. I mean, I played in Detroit and on the island, and I love both places. But as a visiting team, you just stay downtown, and there wasn't many restaurants at the time or nothing. I mean, in Jersey, we ate at the, at the mall. Yeah. And, and in, when we played the Islanders, we stayed in the hotel right across the parking lot or whatever from the, the, the arena. Marriott. Yeah. 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 Biggest shithole ever. Worst pregame meal ever. Yeah. The pasta and ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> and the broiled chicken. Oh, <laughs> like rubber. <laughs> The rubber. What do they eat? What do they eat nowadays, man? What are, what are guys eating for a pregame meal? Quinoa uh, and uh, quinoa, protein shakes, um, probably kale, spinach. Hey, fan, were you on? Were you on the Red Bull crew? Did you did you get a Red Bull before a game? I know, Timmy. Were you a, a sugar free guy or regular? Yeah, sugar free. Sugar, sugar free. free. Guy. I think that just is more of a superstition. It's not like I needed any more caffeine in the system. Banner, what did you grab? I used to carry around a tray of the Red Bulls. I grabbed sugar-free for some guys. I grabbed regular for others. I had a good routine, yeah. I mean, it's stretched. And by stretched, I mean I, I sat down, had a have coffee. A, have, a, <laughs> have a chew and watch TV with Dan Have Pye. a chew and watch TV. Take my stick <laughs> for 20 seconds. And I then have to, a Red Bull. Yeah, I tried to stay away from sniffers. the Red Bulls because that makes your heart beat too quick. I just ate the Sudafed like Tic Tacs. <laughs> that makes no sense. And then for a while, I uh, did the Maxifin again off the black tea just for fun. But th- those those didn't taste as good as Red Bull, so I went back to Red Bull. You guys ever uh, take the Ultimate Orange? Or was that, that was, band wait, by that? that was early. That was that was like right when I was starting, maybe that was still going around. I that was, know in that a, was in that. What was that? That was in and out fast. It was it was messed up, man. I just bought out a heart attack on the bench one time in San Jose. It's flying though. Well, it thank absolutely God they, they they uh banned that Viox. You remember Viox rib, that anti whatever that was? Anti-inflammatory? Yeah. Oh, the, not um, pro, the I, pro football players were dropping dead from it. Oh yeah, what was I mean, they used called? to hand that out my first couple of years. So I went to a. I was telling Petey this one time. I went to a doctor's appointment in Montreal. Had to go up to his office. I was sitting in his office, and I picked up a magazine that uh, when I was waiting in his in his room, and picked up a magazine, and it had the five most dangerous drugs in America. Number five was that 
anti-inflammatory. Yeah, fire. Did you know that? Fedra in there or something? Well, it's it, it ate the uh, inner lining of the stomach. I took it for 10 years regularly. They're just like, oh, you just take this, uh, you know, the anti-inflammatory and your knee's going to get better or your elbow or this. And I'm like, okay, just eating these things like Tic Tacs for 10 years. Now, all of a sudden, I'm reading an article saying it's like one of the worst drugs that you can take. All right. Yeah. That's... Thanks for that. Biox. That's the norm, though. All right. <laughs> Riv and I have talked about this multiple times. Thomas, I can't remember if you were in on any of those conversations, but just how ambience and all those things were just handed out like candy. Yeah, they were like Skittles. I could, I mean, I mean, I mean, I played junior hockey in college here, so I kind of knew about it. But in Europe, I mean, as a kid, you don't get anything ever. Everything was creams or home, you know, like, and then I came over here and, and at first it was, hey, my ankle hurts or this hurts. And I always was pills it was advils or you know tylenols and then as far do you got <laughs> the medicine got stronger and stronger but you know early years i mean you guys played before me it was i mean you get to the hotel and it was like a briefcase that just opened up and guys were just handful of this handful of this and see you tomorrow it like, was uh we had we had we had a train going up and down the uh the plane Uppers, downers, all arounders. <laughs> and he knew each player had a specific want. And you just got a nice little white packet. That's it. I mean, yes, and, I, and I'm happy. I'm happy that that's not happening anymore. The the, the regulations and, and how teams are, are doing it nowadays is completely different than what it was uh, many, many years ago. Um, which I think is really, really beneficial for the players because um, um, rule number one, you should never give an ambient to a player before he's at the hotel. (laughs) (laughs) Don't take an ambient while you're still on the plane and you got a 30 minute bus ride to the hotel. Or more so even a 30 minute drive home. I know, I know, guys that drove across some lawns. <laughs> I laugh about it now, obviously, but it's like <laughs> I hear a story of a guy <laughs> drove home from the airport and wakes up the next morning. He's got he's got tire marks all over his front yard, like all over the neighborhood. And the pickup trucks parked in front of the front door. <laughs> oh, was, was it? I thought it was a guy on Craig's team I'm talking about. Wait, there's a guy on our team too? Yeah. Uh, think about it. That's scary, you know, when you really think about it. It's really messed up. <laughs> well, we're almost done. But <laughs> then Rivs has another story back from 94. And then it just extends another 20 minutes. So I don't remember Craig ever being like this, though. Asking such long-winded questions. He, you know, he doesn't like talking to people anyway. I fucking hate talking to people. I'm not going to lie. But you boys, puts a smile on my face. Fucking, yeah, I'm right there with you. I got a just, pretty small circle. You know what you appreciate? I appreciate all those times. And it's uh, you can't talk like this in real society and in your job. I mean, you would be fired immediately. 
um, or charged or whatever, but man, did we have a lot of fun busting each other's balls back in the day. And that's kind of what I miss more than anything. I, I do not miss the hockey whatsoever. I love watching it as a fan. I love what these young men are doing right now, but the stuff I miss the most is, is just being around the boys in the locker room on the road, going for dinners and just being, just being kids busting Damn each other's I, balls. You guys are the best, man. It's been awesome to see you, Timmy. We we obviously have Thomas on regularly here, but we don't know when Greer's he's going to chop that off. But obviously Thomas didn't hear everything back at the start. Glad to hear that your perspective's changed on everything, and it's really great to see you. You too, guys. And uh, looking forward to seeing you this winter, uh, this fall, whenever. Will we see you at the Sabres alumni? alumni. Yeah, that's next next Monday. Yeah, alumni, I'll be there Sunday for the whatever. You guys going to that team, whatever it is? Yeah, there's something going on Sunday night. Vanner, how come you're not coming? I I don't know. I Maybe I the email must have went to the junk mail. You want to come in? I'll get you in here. Scotty McManagle. This coming Monday or the following Monday? Not yesterday. Monday. That's what I mean. So there's another Monday coming, right? Monday coming up, the 28th. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'll have to check the dad schedule yeah well we won't hold our breath on that one thanks boys 